Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is Daniel Curry. He'll be fighting at DFC 7 November 10th versus Daniel Almeida in the middleweight division. What's going on, Daniel? Not too much, mate. How about you? Not much. Let's uh, first get into your career. You're 35 years old. You kicked off your professional MMA career in early 2017. What were the reasons for the late start? Um, well, first of all, actually, uh, there might be a mistake, I think, on a shirt. I'm 31, so I think something got mixed up there. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so 31. Um, first fight, you're right about two years ago. Um, and it's just something I got into martial arts a little bit later on. Um, played Australian rules football, if you're familiar with the sport, um, up until I was about 24. And then, yeah, found martial arts. Um, started out just doing it a little bit once a week, twice a week while I was playing football and just fell in love with it. So I gave footy away, got stuck into it, and then a few years later, here we are. Is Australian rules football a perfect gateway sport for mixed martial arts, do you think? Uh, uh, I wouldn't say so. Probably a lot of guys that play football think they can fight. But, um, yeah, as uh, a lot of people get attest to, as soon as you get in the gym, you realise um, yeah, you're probably not the tough guy that you think you are at the time. But um, definitely you build up a good fitness base. Um, you get used to contact. Like There's a lot of tackling and running into each other. So it builds that sort of stuff. Um, and I guess kicking the ball too like helps with developing power in your hips and legs. But, uh, no, nah, there's not too many other similarities between football and combat <laughs> I think your first year as a pro was a rocky road you won your debut and then you dropped through in a row to finish out the year many guys they would lose confidence and quit and but you kept grinding what pushed you through the rough times um yeah so I lost three fights in a row last year um two of those were fairly close one of them I think probably um yeah, maybe should have been a draw, even perhaps a win. So I could take confidence away from the fact that even in a loss, I still performed pretty well. Um, and then the third one didn't really go my way, but always planned on continuing. Um, definitely don't want to finish things on a losing note. And look, I just didn't love getting ready for uh, fights, the training. So, you know, if um, there's a bit of a, I suppose, carrot on the end of the stick. Uh, at the end of a hard training camp, that's just a bit more incentive to keep on going. But, um, yeah, definitely plan on continuing to fight and uh, see where things lead. 2018, you've had an incredible run so far. What do you credit for the resurgence? Um, probably one of the main things was uh, beginning of this year or even the end of last year, we've had um, Shane Mitchell come across to our gym. Um, so I guess myself and one of the other middleweights at our gym, Matt Dockrell, um, with two middleweights there, um, a few other guys our size that have done some striking and some really good grapplers, but we had Shane come across who at the time, um, was the top ranked middleweight in the country. So he came to our gym to do a bit of grappling and we just had the, the opportunity to do a lot of sparring with Shane. I think that helped, um, just improve our all round game leaps and bounds. 
and uh, you just take a lot more confidence into the fights knowing that you've been sparring with one of the best guys in the country. So I think that's uh, played a huge part. DFC 7, you're facing Daniel Almeida. What are your thoughts on the matchup? Um, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, it's going to be different for me because this will be the first fight I think I've ever gone into where um, the other guy's going to be the one looking for the you know the grapple and I'm looking to take the fight to the ground. That's always been me in the past. I've had more of a grappling base. So that'll be the big difference. Um and has been in the training camp leading up to the fight. Um, so I'm really excited to just show a few of the things I've been working on and uh, putting on a good performance. Speaking of the training camp, how has it been going so far and who have you been working with closely? Mm, yeah, it's been going really well. Um, most of the same sparring partners as usual. So as I mentioned before, <clears throat> got Matt Dockrell, um, who's a middleweight and scheduled to fight, but unfortunately he's had an injury in the last week and he won't be fighting. Um, Shane as well, of course, Shane Mitchell. And uh, we've got some other guys, just guys that have, you know, got really, really uh, high-level grappling at the gym, guys that have come across to learn some grappling and they've come across with really high-level striking backgrounds. So just mixing in some of those guys with the MMA guys like Matt and Shane, Taylor Garrett, uh, he's a, a lightweight who fights out of our gym, but, you know, he's really strong and a top grappler as well. So, yeah, there's been uh, definitely been lots of different bodies to rotate through and get different looks. This fight has been promoted as black belt versus brown belt. But does the color of your belt really matter when the cage door closes? Um, look, I've got, uh, you know, I've got the utmost respect for anyone that gets in and fights, especially anyone like Daniel who's a black belt, third degree, been training for ages. But definitely it is a fight. Um, it's not a jiu-jitsu competition. So, you know... Um, no gay grappling can be a bit different to gay. I'm sure Daniel does plenty of that, and I'm expecting that he's going to bring a really high-level grappling game in there. But at the end of the day, it is a fight, and it's not a jiu-jitsu comp, so I'm not approaching it like uh, looking that I'm going to be outmatched in the grapple by any stretch. It's an MMA fight. You have been active since the start of your career, but Almeida has only fought once in the last three and a half years. Do you see this playing a factor in this fight? Um... It'll be interesting. I watched Daniel's last fight he fought recently on Eternal, um, and he had a strong performance there. Um, you know, it's it's sort of the performance you'd expect from a guy that's such an experienced grappler. He got the takedown, good heavy top game, and got the finish. So, look, there's not a lot to go on. But um, looking at his last performances, you know, they're, they're submission finishes. So um, I think we know what we're going to expect from him. Um, I've got the advantage of I've been fighting frequently the last couple of years, so. Look, I, I couldn't be more comfortable getting ready for a fight, going in there and knowing what I've got to do. Other than your grappling, what aspect of mixed martial arts do you have extreme confidence in? Um, well, certainly the last 12 months I've rounded things out. So uh, I haven't really I haven't had the opportunity, I guess, to show some of the striking improvements I've made because I've come up against guys where my advantage has been the grapple. So I've really pushed that. Um, this time around, things might be a little different, so I'm hoping I'm going to showcase uh, a bit more of a rounded game and, and some skills that we haven't seen yet. When you envision this fight in your mind, what do you see as a possible outcome? Um, well, the way I see it, of course, I'm going to see myself uh, you know, getting my hand raised, and I think in order to do that, um, look, the way I see it is I'm going to shut down his, uh, his game, which I think he's going to come in, try and take me down. 
Um, I'm going to make him work. I'm going to exhaust him, and I'll see myself getting a finish. A win over a veteran like Almeida is is pretty big. Do you see a title shot on the horizon for you in 2019? Um, not looking too far ahead. I just like to take it one fight at a time. Um, something also I've been sort of discussing with coaches is possibility of going down to welterweight. Um, and that's just sort of, you know, you have a look around at some of the guys fighting at middleweight. And I don't think I'm a small middleweight by any stretch. But, you know, some guys are just huge. They're coming down from like 100 kilos. Um, so, you know, you, you get those next couple of wins and you start fighting the next echelon of guys and, yeah, that size can really come into it. So, um, yeah, just looking to get this win and then weigh up your options and perhaps look at going down to welterweight next year. All right, November 10th, DFC 7. Daniel Curry will face Daniel Almeida. It's going to be a pretty uh, interesting clash of... Uh, of two guys, kind of like in different parts of their career. So it's it has a good backstory. Thank you for your time, Daniel. Thank you very much, John. Good talking to you.